Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? I was dying to meet you. I feel like you're like a celebrity. True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. Welcome to another live episode of SMV Radio. We have an amazing show in store for everyone. But first, I just wanted to give a special shout out to our boy KG, who is doing his thing training wise, virtually and in person now, because we're opening back up as a country. So if you're ready for summer, but only if you're really ready, because KG only works with people who's really, really, really ready. Not just like, oh, I think I might be ready and let me waste somebody's time. Nah, because out of respect. He's not going to waste his time because he doesn't want to waste your time. So only when you're ready, hit up KG because at team, you know, fit fam every day and every way we get better and better. That's just what we do. And that was a pretty damn good intro. Nice job, Josh. And we also have Big Mike and KG in the building. What up, fellas? What's going on? Still, guys. How you guys doing? All right. All right. What's up, Big Mike? Thank you. Play another week, man of the day. Yo, Josh, that was a hell of an intro. I appreciate that. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Because, you know, here at Poetic Charm, we also want to help men in all areas of their life, not just with the ladies, but it kind of just happens when you have this type of mentality of improving every single day, learning new things, things like fitness, things like health, just kind of all align with where you're going and your purpose. So that's always important. Agreed 100%. 100%. Absolutely. And I also wanted to thank everyone for joining us this evening. I appreciate it because you could be anywhere else in the world. But my favorite rapper said it the best. You're here with us and we really appreciate that. So in addition, I also noticed a little bit of housekeeping here. I noticed that we had over, let's say, uh, 300 views for the past couple of shows all combined. Right. right. But then not a lot of likes. I'm like, guys. If you're watching the show, please like the video because that actually helps with the algorithm to help it promote it to, you know, on the homepage. And obviously, if you think anyone else would be interested in this conversation, please share it with your friends. We would appreciate that. So without further ado, gentlemen, we're going to go into ranking women. And the first question I ask you, gentlemen, is our rankings bad? They're bad for conversation. What up, Kiana? Katie, what's up? What's up, Katie? Go ahead, go ahead. Continue, Katie. I think their rankings are uh, bad for conversation, right? Um, 
regardless of what the ranking is, if the ranking is high, we're not going to give a number, right? <laughs> <laughs> As relative. If her ranking is high, you don't, like, I don't necessarily want to tell that. And if her ranking is low, but she has additional value, I don't really want to tell that either. That ranking is really not for, it's not for them to know. It doesn't benefit their life in any way. Interesting. And we have Little Mermaid in the comments saying, oh, man, comments about to be lit. Okay. Go ahead, Big Mike. So the question just general, uh, how do we feel about ranking itself? Uh, well, we have a couple of questions on the topic, but the first one is, are rankings bad in general from your perspective? Uh, they're definitely new. I didn't really see rankings, you know, years before and whatnot. But um, I think they're more, I mean, well, I think if you are ranking, it's more amongst yourselves, uh, you know, like you as a group in a barbershop or whatever and stuff like that. I don't think you would like tell the girl to her face or in her group or whatever, you know, you're a six, you're an eight, you're a nine and stuff like that. Um, I think... Um, Everybody's got their own preferences. So your seven might your seven may be my ten. You know what I'm saying? So it depends on what you like. Now I know you got other questions that kind of go that kind of go, you know, against that. So I'll wait for that to come. But I think they can be bad if you're actually using that to determine this is why I'm not gonna date you, like to her face or something like that. To answer your question. I think that you make a good point in that um the rankings, you know, like I said, like they're not to be shared with women. I don't really see a right. benefit to that. Like, I there's agree. no such thing as bro code anymore, like, because that got exposed and then it <laughs> got, like, weird and wrapped into some other stuff. So there's no more bro code. So as an individual, I think you I think you rank. Of course you rank. But it's not a topic of discussion. But it's a very real thing. And like I said, I don't think that she said, uh, Key said it's childish. I think it's like uh, closing your eyes when you sneeze. You just kind of do it by mistake. Like, it's just like, yeah, I mean, you know, you first meet him, yeah, she's, just, you know, yeah. and then things come together and then it don't matter. Right. But initially you rank it like you compare it to the to this or to that or the where you want it to be or where how much you're settling. All of that is part of ranking. I just don't think you should make it a part of your relationship. Well, I know Josh gonna get into some other stuff, like I said, a little bit, but I think ranking is individual. Like it's what you feel like the woman is and whatnot. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and and my me and my friend, I don't know about you and your friend, me and my friends, we don't say like she's a number. If I'm like, yo, how she looks, you like, nah, she's kind of right, or she bad, or whatever like that. We don't really give numbers or whatnot, but I'm everybody does so differently. So no, nah, I think I, I think what you're saying is, is pretty accurate, right? But at the same time, like you said, everybody's different. So you know if your man, like your your man's he he like him a certain type of way, he'd be like, oh nah, she bad. That don't mean she bad. Right. Because, right. Like you said, like, oh, you know, he like, you know what type of stuff he be on. You know what I mean? Nah, she bad, be like, oh right, yeah, I know what that means. <laughs> but it's it's still, I think it's like a it's like the grading system. Are we saying we're not ranking it? I think we do. We may not say she's a six or she's a three. You know what I'm saying? But it's no different than kids in school. They get A's and B's. Like you it plugs into your mind some way, but there's no benefit, in my opinion, that I've ever seen to verbalize it. 
But it I happens that. We both we agree on that because I think, um, especially if you still want to deal with her, right? Like you know, what I mean, even though you rank her a certain way, you may still like her. But yeah. all you doing is killing her confidence now. But you still yeah, trying to be well, with her. That's why I said it's no benefit to telling them. Like, yo, what do you think I am? They're like, ah, that's childish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. I'm gonna talk no. about that. You know what I mean? But the fact that the matter is, is that if you're interested in him, you automatically rank them in yeah. some capacity. Absolutely. And that's a wonderful point that both you gentlemen bring up, as does Key in the comments, right? Because there's they are subjective, but I feel like at the core, they are meant to be objective. So hear me out on this. So on a previous poetic term that I was listening to, it was me, Big Mike, and Tony Stark Jr. And we were discussing how in dating and our different age groups, the let's say casual dating or just dating in general has progressed over the years. So when towards the, uh, let's say the end of Big Mike's development and for the majority of Tony Stark Jr., he, the aspect of fellatio was not, it was a really a non-starter. But when I was growing up, at a certain age group, then it was like, it's, it's standard stuff type of thing. So I feel like it, it kind of progresses. And even with the grading and ranking system, it's, it kind of, I feel for me, it started before things like social media, before online dating, when you didn't really have a photo to show someone. So like, okay, how would you assess their beauty? So then you had the ranking system and that ranking system correlates with, let's say celebrities in real life. Not that women should aspire to be celebrities, but just for an objective person that we can see in real time and assess the attractiveness on a universal scale. That's a very well, boy, that you put that very well. I can't disagree with that at all. But again, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking in a comparative nature, right? I mean, when I guess that's what ranking is, right? So like you said, if you compare them to, let's say, celebrities or whoever, I mean, everyone, I guess, is a certain number, I guess. So I definitely see what your, I guess, see what your point is there, and whatnot. But like KG said, I think there's no benefit. It's like once again, and it's something that that we do do. But I think if we do, I said like individual. Like, Yo, I also right? think that um, to your point, like fact, there's like two scales, right? So like when we talk about it, if we're really gonna think about it, we agree with it, even if we don't verbalize it, right? So mm. you say, all right, you know. Your man's like a, like him a certain type of way, right? So that's his scale, right? That's his scale as an individual. Right. There's also an agreeable universal scale, fact, right? So it's like that's your speed, yes. but yes. in general, like she's a this number, but you like him like this. So for you, this is that. That exists. Agreed. We can agree, we can agree like, hey, oh yeah, she she bad. But as a, a whole, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think that's so important because you guys got into it naturally, which I love about this conversation, because you assessed it with different words. It didn't necessarily have to be a number. These were adjectives and attributes and things that, as you said, certain people hold uh, more valuable. But again, you understand you have that context to be like, OK, when that person says that it's this. So when so when you're conceptualizing the appearance, you're putting it on your own you're, you're, I guess you're adjusting their scale versus the universal scale. That's why I think the universal scale is so important because this is a better way for 
the sexes to communicate because we communicate in completely different ways. As we've all agreed, men and women are not equal. We are different. And that's awesome. And I think we should do better at being ourselves, you know, initially, like in terms of your intuition. I think that's more that's more important. Well, let me ask you a question. Sorry, KG. Does the universal scale matter as much for that woman if the the person that she's pursuing sees her on the other scale? He sees her as a whatever, a 10 or a 9? Or not even a universally, she might be a 6 or a 5? I think it depends on the woman, right? Because some women look like flat out can't take compliments. Or they were used to being treated or talked to a certain way. Now you're treating and talking to her a way that she always wanted, but she's not accustomed to. There's an adjustment that she has to go through. I don't even think it matters. You follow what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she's going to feel about herself however she feels about herself until you help her feel better. That's my take on it. But um, what I thought about was like, I don't know if it matters as much for women as it does for men, right? I think both we find loopholes because there are intrinsic qualities that we may like about somebody. Maybe they're not tall as we want them. Maybe they're not uh, the weight that we want them to be, or they're not they don't dress this type of way or hair or whatever have you, right? But they're they have intrinsic value that you like. Oh well, you know, if I didn't know them, I wouldn't I wouldn't deal with them. But because I know them, I know things that other people won't write out. See, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, I guess what I was trying to say is that like the most important compliment should come from your spouse, right? Significant other, right? That's what it should come from. Now, obviously- it should come from yourself. Right. Well, yeah. Okay, it should come from yourself first. But secondly, from the person that you want to hear from should be the significant other, obviously. Well, what, I, what it should, once again. But I feel like when you get to ones who want it from the outside, that's when that universal scale is high, uh, uh, weighs more than the scale that I'm looking at you as, stuff like that. Yo, Key says the universal scale shouldn't matter if he or she is top tier to you. Correct. Why do it? You don't have to. All right. You you guys correct me. I don't care. You guys do what you do. How about this? They don't <laughs> have to be top tier. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm choosing to be with who I'm choosing to be with. Does that mean that I think that they're the best thing under the sun? That they're a 10? It's not a requirement. And I, 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 how about this? I see a lot of people's relationships. It's not a requirement. You know what I'm saying? Everybody no, I mean, no, 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 no. I agree world. with you because there's many reasons why we could be together. So I agree with you. They don't have to be right. top tier. Yeah, like, all right, I look at you on a universal scale. It, you're, a, you're a four on a universal scale, right? But then it's like, does it matter? No, it doesn't matter, but it's still a thing. Okay. Doesn't matter, but it's still a thing. But I don't have to think you're amazing for me to deal with you because of what I'm looking for, what I want, or what I prefer. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. That's facts. Big Mike, you want to read out that comment? Yeah. Uh, it says, my kid, she says, I think ranking matters more to men because y'all are more visual beings. Also, fact. And Key says, everyone wants arm candy, eye candy. Let me be clear about that. Absolutely. This is why the Great. universal ranking scale is important because it could be arm candy to you. But if you're expecting a certain response from wherever you're going and they don't agree with that, oh, that's arm candy. And then they can even be like, hey, I think you could do better. Then what are you going to do? That's true. I mean, I definitely have had friends like 
show me women that they're dating and stuff like that or in their phone. They like, yeah, yo, you know, blah, blah. They think she's bad. I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> not the high pitch, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, that's right. That's the FOH. Yeah, yeah, I know that <laughs> But I'm really looking at the girl like, you know, I mean, I'm happy for you, bro. Like, that's how I feel. So I get, you know. Yeah. If you like it, I love it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait! They were saying that they disagreed about. I think ranking out of more. So wait, now I'm confused because Key said that ranking doesn't matter, but now she's implying that it has more value to for women than men, which is interesting. It's very interesting, and I think, I think it might correlate to the next question I'll ask you, gentlemen. I think this is a fair question because usually when it comes to the universal ranking scale. This is always a, a topic for the ladies to bring up. And the question is, would men have the same rankings without the European standard of beauty, right? Some women in our community will allege that if they promoted women who were perhaps obese or, you know, different type of perhaps uh, not as attractive, not an attractive young lady, right, on magazine covers, men would desire them more than athletic, fit, slim, and beautiful and toned women? Um, if, if, if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Here, here to that. <laughs> I mean, I say that to say, I, I don't disagree with her, but I mean, that's the same thing with everything, right? And Key says, no, I'm not saying that at all, KG. I stand by what I said, but that doesn't mean that the women don't rank men. I just said ranking shouldn't matter. Okay. Okay. It's, does it, though? I think today it matters more than ever. I, I will say that. But, all right, so bust it, right? So check this out. She's a three. A universal three. Three. She's a three, right? But she do everything that you wanted to do. Friends, like are. you have, you have never experienced whatever she do. Coitus, like you, she caught you slipping one night and you knocked off a three and it blew your socks off. <laughs> or for you, she made you an excellent meal because you know how you feel about that. <laughs> make something to eat. <laughs> That's if, interesting. Now a consistent. She's a consistent three. But when the things that she does, you know how that 80 20 rule, that 20, mm -hmm. that, you know, they do stuff that you like because you like it. She doing it because she flat out into the same thing. No cap, right? She like, it's it like, it's give you, don't even, it ain't like it's all, it's all. And you like, what is this three? <laughs> But I said this on another show. Like you can't. Right. Would it? How would it? At what point in your life does it matter? How no, 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 much no. Is that trumpet? Okay, so let me let me say two things. One, I agree with you. I think the fact that she's a three, the other stuff will trumpet. But but when you say what point of your life, I think age does play a part in that. So I think the right. older you get, the other stuff will trump the fact that she's a universal three. Let me put that on there. Universal. Hold three. on. So I would challenge that because remember, I'm saying she does whatever you didn't get. 
right? So right. say you're younger, but you couldn't get no cheeks. She's a three, but she giving you everything. And you're like, yo, you can't get it. Giving you, I'm giving you an example. You can always pick apart an example, right? No, no, no. That's not my point. I, I got it. I'm, I'm gonna counter that or whatever, like yeah, that. What you, you know, got? you know. And that's gonna agree with me because when you're younger, you care more about what the other people say about your universal three, right? So even though you're getting the cheeks you wasn't getting, when you walk her down the street or bring her around your friends or whatever like that, it, it hits you harder than when you're older and stuff like that. Like, I mean, because I know I some, I know some family members that. And not even necessarily mine, but also mine as well. That would say, "Hey, what what are you doing? Right? <laughs> what, what are you doing with our jeans? Literally, right?" But listen, listen. I swear to God, like, I like, grab are, right are, now. Are you, are you feeling all right, son? You okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, nah, no. Nah. You know what happens? You turn into be like, "Oh, that's what you into." Oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> that's your preference. My grandma not too long ago talking about my cousin and stuff like that. He was like, yeah, she was like, yeah, she a good girl and all. You don't like her. She worked hard, but man, she ugly. He couldn't get nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> and she good, hey. girl. And I said, well, man, maybe he liked her. Like, grandma, she was like, well, I mean, he can get somebody else. Mm. And Clodis says, it's a competition out here. You got to know your strengths and weaknesses because that's part of self-awareness. Absolutely. AKA rank or your SMV value, if you will. Yeah, but they don't know, bro. I really don't think that they move in a way that they're aware of their real rank. I think that it would impact their confidence tremendously if they knew what their actual universal ranking was. And um, they wouldn't be able to to just just be. You, is, absolutely. And you know what throws it into uh, what, what uh, stops the balance for them and equating themselves? is when those situations that you just talked about, KG, if someone, let's say, who's an eight, picks out that three for all those mm. things and makes a logical decision, then that distorts, it kind of uh, puts a fabric in the matrix, if you will, this distorts reality sure. for them. What about like a, what about like a <laughs> butterface, though? <laughs> which, de which definitely exists. That's the thing. It sure I'm is. I'm just like for arguments. But, 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 but how do you rank that, though? I, how do ooh. I rank it, or how oh, is girl. it ranked? <laughs> but, but see, see, that's a wonderful question. That, that's the question. That's, that's why. Spill, though, that's right? that's yeah. why. That's why the universal scale for me is so important because then you're assessing how people rate certain attributes, so mind, body, spirit type of thing. So if it, let's say, she is a butterhead, but usually butterheads they have a chip on their shoulder, so they gonna they gonna live in the gym. So their their face might be a three. But their body would be an eight or a nine, right? So you have to make enough to do, and they know it, bro. Absolutely. So if she's a three facially, let's say, and on the universal scale, hypothetically, right? And hypothetically, on the universal scale, just for argument's sake, let's say she's a nine. Just like, whoa, okay, right? With that three face, then this is then you. As a gentleman, we all know you got to make that logical decision. Like, hmm. Is this someone I would tell? Ranking at that point. That's my question. Well, I mean, you got to do the math, bro. Like, exactly. if she a nine in the body and a three in the face, six, baby. That's a six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and with everything KG saying, right, with that three who ha has a lot of high quality, uh, that also means the sloppy toppy and things like and that. She playing hard ball. She might go up a little bit, like a seven. <laughs> okay, I got you. Wake up, like. Oh, 
Did she put strawberries in the pancakes? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 and Cole just says, damn, Mike, granny getting snitched on. Damn. I, mean, I love my granny. She don't play though. <laughs> right? Facts, KG, because men are used to rejection and women are used to coddling, thousand percent. However, if they aren't real at some point, they're going to end up alone because they will have these delusions, unfortunately. They won't have the accurate reality. And at the Butterface, don't be mad if your kids end up a little funny looking and mad at you. Now, kids and now things are getting a little different. You know what I mean? We ain't saying that about the kids, but it's possible. Sometimes, I'm, sometimes two ugly people make make attractive kids. Man. They, you know I mean? they they absolutely do. And to our previous one of our previous topics where we talked about body enhancements and how a, a lot of well, not a lot of times, well, times where let's say a two people meet each other and the man meets the woman after she's gotten something like a nose job and they live happily ever after blah 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 have kids and all that and then the kids come out with different noses and he's like what in the world where is this coming from happened to the baby i mean right thing but also and we'll get into this later right things like that will make you think that the child is not yours which is very important as men uh, we'll, get it I mean, we'll get it to that later. Yeah, we'll that it. <laughs> That's all that. Yeah. For me, bro, I, I feel like, yeah, like, so we get into that later. Like, that's another, whole other approach. But uh, ranking, um, it has, it has some value, right? Um, it doesn't make, if you make your decisions banked off just purely ranking 100%, you're shallow as fuck anyway. It doesn't, you don't really count in this category, mm-hmm. right? But it does have some value. Immense value. I would say and enough then, value to power the economy. Um, well, power the economy? Oh, yeah. That was extreme. I thought that was it. So, wait, you think ranking is essential? Not essential. I would say essential for the economy, which is why it exists. So, okay, okay. All right. So, let's say in terms of demographics and marketing, the main let's say target audience is usually women because they are the most prolific consumers in humankind. It's the reality. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I get it. So yeah, it makes sense. Cause at first I was like, yeah. I'm not sure where we going with this. And that's fair. Absolutely. But he's right. Cause the makeup industry is what a trade out industry, stuff like that. And yeah, again, but then when you think about it, like it's so much poison in that not to get off topic, but it's true. But you just create, like you're pushing a culture of comparison, which steals so many people's value. You know what I mean? So many people's confidence. All in the love of money. You know what I'm saying? Like you almost got to relearn what you like, because if you start caring about what people expect or look for or compare to, you got to go through that, then come out of that and relearn what you like. like it's, I think that's why we talk about things like, well, it depends on your age. Because mm-hmm. generally, when you're younger, you care so much about what other people think. Mm-hmm. That's right. the trajectory that you start to follow. And then hopefully, at some point in your life, early as possible, you realize, wait a second, this ain't it. I'm going to do what I want to do. And then that's when you start to have more value and experiences that you know that last longer. But you do have fun the other way, too. Man. Absolutely. And Clodis says the crazy part is ranking is more valuable for women. I agree. Yet we don't know where truly 
we rank as far as relationships go. Sex ranking scale is what women use versus relationship based scale. And that's a thousand, that's a thousand percent, which is how that three can sneak in. Right. Exactly. They got skills. Yeah. You know, which is weird, right? If you look at how strange that is, is because, you know, men want sex before anything else. Women want, like commitment and, and, and monogamy before sex and emotion, they want emotion first. But if by by this basis, this is saying that if a dude is really putting his thing down, then she'll she'll rock with him. But if he's not, then she won't. But how is that real? Yeah, because that's the whole thing with toxic D come from, right? Because they stay in those the relationships with the guy because he's putting his thing down or whatever you're saying, even though it can be toxic and whatnot. That's definitely real. <laughs> I guess. I mean, but to KG's point, is it though? If it's just based upon coitus or from the opposite, if it's just based upon. Oh, no, no, upon... it's not real. I thought he meant it exists when he says it's real. Oh, it like, definitely yeah. exists. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, 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 bro. Like, but it's, it, a it's, of, it's the connection. bodies out here, no soul. Right. But I was just thinking more in like a the connection. more common, realistic perspective. Absolutely. Yeah, it's not a real connection, no, not at all. And Key says, yes, it's very real. And Clodis says, I'm saying women based uh, the rankings based off of a man will have sex with them. Okay. That's very interesting, which could lead to those delusions. As we talked about last week, if an eight gets with a hypothetical, use this one, three, then the three is going to be like, oh, I can get eight. And if I put some more work in, I might be able to get a nine, getting cocky with it. Like, I got that. Hence the plastic surgery and makeup. Absolutely. Because we talked about makeup plenty of times on the show. And how many women who don't need makeup use a way too much makeup? And if it's so much makeup that men notice, that's too much makeup. Listen, yeah, this is confusing as hell, right? So, <laughs> so if they're getting their bodies done for the attention of men, so that they know if men find them attractive where they rank, and they don't like the, but they don't like the attention then how how is this i don't see how this is making sense like if like women like you know they don't they don't like hey you don't like being cat called or googled over like you, you know what i'm saying like that's old bro they like that stuff now like that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like that attention i'm telling you you know like they 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 yeah, that's 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 oh, like they they want those likes or views or, or online or in person, like they want to be looked at. They wear they wear they wear six inch heels and tight dresses to go do office work. Why? Because they want that 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 attention or whatnot. That's from the that's, from the high value man. Absolutely correct. And and that's the difference because that's the difference with your because KG, you're not wrong. It's just that if it's someone they don't deem as attractive. On their on their subjective scale, that's exactly what Claude just said. Or universal scale, right? Yeah, but if you, it, what I'm saying is, it's like that doesn't make sense. It's like fishing with a big net, and then complaining about the fish that you catch in the net. Be like, that's like, bro, like I don't understand. No, no, but but listen, the plastic surgery, weight loss surgery, makeup. So by them. And that, and for them, that's making the net smaller to them, right? So they feel like now that I've gotten these things done, listen to me, they got these things done. Now I can attract this certain man, and I and I'm not gonna, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna attract these other men I don't want anymore. This is why they get these things done to them, and whatnot. 
So that three who got these things done to them is now like, I should be able to get me a nine or 10 now. And anybody under that, they don't, they won't look in that direction anymore because they had these things done. Wow. And, I, and, I'm not, and I'm talking from like actually having these conversations with the woman who had either weight loss or plastic surgery and was like, and she literally was like, nah, like, you know, I feel, and there's a friend of mine, but she was like, I feel like I can get a guy like this now. And I don't want no other guy. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And cheese with the word of the day, validation, right? Yeah, some women crave that attention and validation. I mean, it's tenfold, especially with the digital age. Cold Disc says it also comes with the perks. Being pretty gets you more. Duh. Little Mermaid agrees and says, again, it's about the attention. The complaining gets the attention as well. I agree as well, which is why I think the I didn't think about that. The feminist industry is where it is now because in terms of the agenda, because even though, again, if you're rational, you can see things that, okay, both men and women have their issues, but they also have a lot of positives. But I feel like it's trying to prevent men and women from coming together sometimes by having people do things that long term may not give them happiness. Short term, it will. And that's what it kind of preaches. Right. It preaches that short term gratification. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, which helps the community, excuse me, the economy that that filters into the economy. <laughs> it's such a terrible place to live. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Really, really is, man. It really is. LP in the building. Okay. True. Wow. I mean, I, I, I can't really disagree with what you guys are saying. I didn't know. Um I didn't know that. I, I guess it's not that I didn't know it. I guess I didn't really give it enough thought. I didn't care. You know what I mean? If they're right, getting right, their bodies right. done and they're like, oh, I only want this now. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, that, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely going to change that cool. whole thing up. Absolutely. And one thing that we, we kind of scraped the topic on, but didn't really get into it. I mean, how severely does the rankings matter if she has over triple digits of bodies? That's a KG question. <laughs> go, go <ahead. laughs> Yo, so, all right, so let's do it like this, right? So she got her body done, right? Put up premium dollars, somebody did, and got her body done, right? Now she's looking at a certain type of dude, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, f- like, she's a high-end used car. They're going to have miles on them. But people who buy high-end used cars don't keep them for a long time. So with that said, you don't care if she got miles on it because you're not keeping it. I certainly echo that. (laughs) I don't think it makes a difference how many... You don't need to ask that question. You're not there for... A long time, you're there for a good time. It's not a conversation you have. So I would say, no, it doesn't matter. I agree. Anything that's going to be short-term, you definitely don't. I mean, I don't ask the girl this, you know me, but definitely you don't care at that point. Like, if if you're there. Because honestly, like, you want to you want to have that experience with her. Maybe her experience that she didn't have might be better for you because you only want, you only want it for a short period of time regardless. Of what Bro, you just bought a – You it's 2021 – you bought a 2018 7 Series. You should not have that car in three years. 
gonna be a new body out. You gotta you gotta right. do something else. Right. That's yeah. my point. Like if right. you're doing that, that's a, it's just an example that popped in my head. If you're doing that, you're not you don't care. You're not in it for the long term. So that's the thing, is like that's why I said it's a sick place to live. I get it, like it drives the economy. But when you get caught up in it, what is that woman left with? Right? She fucks off the whole time. Excuse my language. And what does she think she she gonna get married? At? Like, what are you? What's your plan, dog? That's the plan. Like, the plan is no. Listen to me. The plan is I'm investing in my future. So by them investing in the body, right, and all that stuff they do. Now the plan is I'm gonna attract this high value man, right? Make it this amount of money because he likes what I look like now, and I'm going to get married. That is the plan, right? right but everybody wants to go to the league, B. Everybody going to the NBA. I get it's it. just not a good. You follow what I'm saying? Unless yeah. you're like elite, bro, don't even play, bro. Right, and I think that goes into what Chloe was saying earlier with the coddling because you're not, you no one's telling them the truth. Like, okay, you'll have this short-term attention in this small window, especially with plastic surgery. It's a very yeah. narrow window. You're narrowing the window, in fact, with plastic yeah. surgery. Unless you, like, print, like, unless it's, you're going to be in the plan in the D-League. If you're lucky, maybe you could play overseas. It's not going to end well in most cases. Nah, they're going to be playing well, wreck. Well, the other part, like you said, just like the league, you're competing against hundreds of thousands of millions of people for the same uh, let's say, what is it, the 10 percentile, right, of, well, of men? 20 percent of men, they 80 percent of women, and then you start separating it by high value. Like, you got to – it's a small group. Correct. But they feel like by doing these things, they're putting their their hat in the ring, at least, or whatever like that. Yeah. And I feel like that's what they're doing. But again, but, again, they're not – the problem is that what you're saying it is they get in these short term things and then they but they're still continue in the same cycle because they've mentally said I can't settle for less, especially after changing who they were that three to now what she thinks is that ten by getting her body done. Listen, I don't got no problem with the bodies getting done. Do what makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't care. Yeah, I never did either. Oh. I'm I'm like you know, like their standards change along with their with, with surgery, <laughs> the moment they leave surgery, their standard for what they will they will then change at that point. Yeah, I, I mean, listening to it, like I hear it, but I don't. I mean, I don't have patience for that. Like, like even thinking about it is exhausting. Like, but that's a loophole, man. You can get around that. That's real. And Clodis says everyone wants to go to the league and then they end up at LA Fitness Open Gym. They still happy unless they are losing there too. You win some, you lose some. You know what I'm saying? But that's part of the, to me, the reality check. So if they get, okay, so when you get plastic surgery, you actually get psychological counseling to make sure you're all right. So you have the best chance of thriving and surviving after because that's the goal. Right. Mm -hmm. Dr. Maxwell Maltz, he, he kind of epitomized this, which is fantastic. However, unless you're telling them the truth, like potentially because of these alterations, certain men that you would deem as high value may not desire you long term. And see if they make the same decision, because let's be honest, they're making the decision based upon getting that attention from that specific gentleman or group of gentlemen, that rare group. 
So my next question, then you guys already answered it. People in the comments answered it was, do women rank themselves accurately? And I think no, because they don't use the universal scale. Hell no. I don't remember that direct question. No is the answer. Oh, I, 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 I agree, but they you say like, it. I don't know how. There's no way that they could rank themselves properly. How? And if they do, you're like, that's weird. You know what I'm saying? Something's going on. Because a four usually don't know that they're a four. Well, I got a question. Do women actually rank themselves? That's something I guess you're saying that they do, oh, right? Yeah. And, I would they, they rank themselves. I think they rank themselves as how they are and how they want to be. Not necessarily on a universal scale or or realistic scale. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. Because everybody this is got. How I, guess. I am. That's how I want to be. And then they meet somewhere in the middle. And that's exactly. their ranking for themselves. <laughs> right. But I think what Josh alluded to is a lot, like the the amount of confidence that certain women do have in themselves. And universally, they may be that four or that whatever like that. And they can walk like, listen, I'm a 10. I don't care what nobody say, blah, blah, blah. So I do feel like some women, who, if they are ranking themselves, definitely don't. You know, most of the time, the confidence is going to go over logic, right? And go over what you're actually viewing and stuff like that and whatnot. So. So you're saying that they will rank themselves higher or lower? Higher, most of the time, because they're confident in themselves. I've seen a lot of women who give off the energy that they rank themselves higher. They think that way. But like when you like you start to know, like women got tails. You know what I'm saying? You could just see it a lot of times. I read the book a million times. You know what I mean? Like, you don't believe that. And you could just tell, like when you real, it's, it's real, male or female, real, recognize real. I believe that, hundred percent. And sometimes I could just see it, be like, nah, that ain't. You're not that. that. You want to be that. Rank themselves based on how they feel. Yeah, Chloe, you're on the same page tonight. <laughs> Absolutely, Chloe. This says women rank themselves based on how they feel. It's all about confidence and emotions. Also, but how that, men respond. But that goes to them. like this, bro. That don't stay. Right. Thus, inflating the numbers. Absolutely, because. Time is that ultimate number that makes it fluctuate. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What was the last response, Josh? You didn't read it, so then. And Claude also. also said how men respond to them, thus the inflated numbers, because they be smashing nines and just smashing, right? No, no long term, unless you're that lucky three. <laughs> That's a, that happens too. The guys, uh, <laughs> the guys who sneak out two in the morning and go smash a three. Who, if, if he is a nine or whatever like that, she now thinks, you know what, I'm, I'm getting nines, whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? And I so, got and I got it like that. <laughs> right, right. But again, he not taking you out to dinner or whatnot, but because they smash him, it changes their confidence. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Like, normally what about what about this? Like this is this is something interesting, right? So they get smashed by whatever a nine is, right? So then now when they're dealing with sixes, they're like, oh, no, they they get smashed by nine. So a six needs to go do this. They need to do this, do this beforehand. And then the sixes do it. And it fucks up the whole, whole system. Yes. The whole system is smoked because you were being selfish. Stick to the code. There's no more code. I think the system is messed up by the nine at the six in that case. I think because the nine, 
is the one who's sneakily smashing the three, right? In, in this scenario and whatnot. And he's the one who's boosting her head up more than what it is. I disagree. I, I, I strongly disagree, Miguel. I understand where you're coming from, but it's the simple act of sneaking, right? Because there's a reason why he's consciously going out of his way not to show you around in person. Well, at the end of the day, when you're not, you can do whatever you want down, right? But if you don't think that... Even- Th- think ahead, about this. If you're not anything you want to do from eight down, you can do whatever you want to do. You got to work from nine up. Okay. But you don't think that's not for his part, but you don't think that's changing her confidence level and what she is because because she don't see what you're saying, Josh. You see the sneaking part. She Agreed. don't see that. She see the, uh, the guys coming over, you know what I mean? Whatever happened. I'm not saying like, but but he's, but he's willing to come spend, do this with me. That's right. all she sees. Right. But the problem is, is that she's validated to move how she moves when sixes do all of this extra stuff. Well, to get you, you follow exactly. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Close says it's the ninth fault. I agree, Mike, which is Thank inter- you. which is interesting. <laughs> but, you know, as Josh, a person who fully believes in personal responsibility and accountability so you can be self-aware to make well-informed decisions. If, if you are a nine and you, let's say, smash that three in this case, let's just say what logically in her brain makes her think that, knowing how society is. And she knows because women are, um, they're innately wonderful social creatures. They know. So you're, you're consciously choosing to have cognitive dissonance. That's your decision. That's not my decision. And your bad decision is gonna lead you to a life of misery. Unfortunately, that's a bad decision. So it's bad for the smash or bad for the taking from more than bad, bad, bad for someone to believe in delusions. That's right. That's not logical. And that's not how men are, but that's how women are, as we talk about with the emotions. <laughs> but the, again, thankfully, there's an abundance of logical women probably in this chat right now, which is great. However, for the most part, I will say 50 plus one, even though it's probably 75 to 80, women are typically highly emotional and they do not make logical decisions especially when those emotions are heightened if they are triggered. Well, let's look at it from a, like from the animal kingdom, right? If the lion's at the top of the food chain, you telling me the lion can't eat any food it want? Any food it want, bro. Bro, I'm not saying that. But first of all, I'm not I'm not saying he can't eat any food, but why is he when he can get better food, right? Why is he eating rats and rodents when he can go get a zebra, right? He can get that because he's a lion. So why is he doing that? That's my hey, point. Man, you never was... had a bad night, Mike. <laughs> Mike, Mike, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like man. we we acting like we never had a, a bad night. Now so, a bad night. I mean, have. come on, that's reality. That's part of being a guy and a girl. If we're be, if we're being but honest, the for the ladies, is that when you a winner, you still win. You still close. But okay, it's just so like, it's like practice. You said, take accountability, Josh. We don't know how she's gonna feel about this though. Like as the guy. Like if you, you don't care, huh? You don't care, right? It's not what you're there for, right? But also, that was the energy, right? That was the honest energy that she got, the authenticity. So there was no, there was no ambiguity, and it was very direct. I, right. And they I did not see, listen. I could see the nine being at wrong, being non-accountable. If they was in there selling dreams, like, listen, booby. You the one. I'm t- now. If it's on that type of time, hundred percent is yes. not. If bro pulling up and pulling off, yeah. 
think whatever. I mean, I, it's, it's okay if it's. If it's that, maybe, but like Ho said in this comment right here, they kill in public too sometimes, bro. It'd be more than just sometimes a late night creep spot. Okay, and th- and that's fair, but I would also say we, I think we agreed before that that's sometimes sending the wrong message. However, if it, even if it is in public, I still said what I said. That didn't I change. That. You know what I mean? So it's kind of it's kind of like that. But they're used to people communicating in a way that is disingenuous. So that leads to negative decisions and bad decisions, unfortunately. Bro, sometimes you got to go out and get a Patron Margarita. You don't want to just have a pre-made one at the house, bro. Like, I got you. My whole thing is that <laughs> like, her, it's it's building her confidence or whatever. Right, because she's getting attention from the nine. That's what's the point. Any, any attention that she's getting, because in, in the beginning, let's, let's start from the beginning, right? She don't think she will get any attention from this nine, right, mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And whatnot. Mm-hmm. As this nine starts to, first of all, he ain't just say let's go, let's go smash tonight. He probably flirted with her, got her number or whatever, and then it became that smashing relationship. But what? But throughout the attention she was getting, it started building her confidence more and more. Wow, this guy's giving me attention. That's what's changing her scale. Now you said KG, she then goes to a six, and because of her time with the nine, she's gonna make the six work harder. Like yo, you only a six, you gotta work harder to get me. And you think because he worked harder. It's his fault. I'm a, I, like I said, I'm talking about the originator. The originator. I'm going to go back to the nine. And I say, like, I think it is fault. So, but, you know. That's interesting because I feel like women use the same logic and apply that to the D game, which is interesting. Boom. Bro, you cannot blame a winner for winning. You follow what I'm saying? What I'm saying is that that six has okay. already known you shouldn't if you do this this leads to this right it's not going to benefit the six with that three what well, he did was wrong too like he fucked up too by the way the yeah, but three. That, yeah. what i'm saying is the game is the game right yeah the nine is following the rules the six is making his life more difficult that doesn't <laughs> impact the nine it doesn't matter bro Nine in this case setting six up for failure because he the one who boosted her head up to make her think she's better than what she. Oh was. no, I disagree, Miguel. Because long term, six did that. The long term is the one that yeah. confirmed it. Stop <laughs> it! That's that's the sixes fault. It, <laughs> that's the sixes uh, fault. It was nah. gonna happen anyway. It's part of the economy. Stick to your guns, You know, yo, what are you doing? He's like, yo, this is all like, look, and this six, see a three, mm. it's moving like an eight, and he, you know what I'm saying? One time for my LA and one time for the two, no. Come yes. on, son. Thank you. Thank you, KG. In addition to that, this is why I feel like this podcast is so important because certain yes. men at a certain age, they don't understand and know their value in the market. So, okay, you could be a six now, but in a couple years of hard work, you, you yourself can be a nine. Fact. So again, unless you're only going to use that that uh that three that the nine got for target practice as well, similar to the nine, that's the only way you're going to become a nine by doing things that the nine does. Wait, that I agree with, or whatever. I think they both fucked up, honestly. Six and the nine, but you know what I mean. We just have different what? interpretations. Hold on, oh, Mike. The six is messed up. The nine is messed up. Where's the accountability for, for the, the three? three? Thank you. How is she just uh how is she just affected because by Because y'all came in her world 
right and made her feel better than what she was. Not y'all two, but the six what and the nine. The fuck? Oh no! <laughs> she didn't get any attention, right? But from a three, since so she's a three, that she wouldn't start feeling like she's better than what she is or whatever. Am I wrong or right? You are wrong. Yes. What? <laughs> no, 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 again, again, Mike, that person who's a three, they have to understand reality. That's it, bro. But would they understand better if only a three gave them attention? If they're a three. Well, that's what happened until the nine contacted them. <laughs> so that, again, no, no. So, it's, okay. So for me, that's an isolated incident. That doesn't mean, oh my gosh, my world has changed forever. And you didn't do anything different. That's illogical. Matter of fact, let me get some let me get somebody with some logic in here. Fresh Banks is in the <laughs> building. Banks, what's Banks in the building. Yo, yo. What's going on? yo, 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 what's up, man? Yo, Banks. Hmm? No cap. Do you rank ladies from let's say hypothetically one to ten? Or just yeah. in general, yeah. Yeah. Since things why not? Why not? Do you, tell, do you tell them what their rank is? No, I don't. Unless they want to know. But <laughs> if they want to know, I will. You tell them the truth. If I, but I, I give them like I, I do give a disclosure. I was like, I, I'm like, listen, I'm the worst person to ask my opinion on something because I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But I always, I always warn them. I'm like, do you really want to know? Because I don't think you do. So, so do you notice a difference after if you have to give? If you're gonna be if you're gonna be dead honest, right? And you gotta give them their number and their number ain't you know if they think what their number is, right? And their number mm -hmm. is usually not what they think it is. When you deliver that news, right? Mm -hmm. Do they are is there a shift? Do you notice a, a shift? Sometimes it's it's a physical, you could see like a you know what I'm saying? <laughs> is it oh, just that's, a, that's when reality hits. That's reality. Because those six. And I had a conversation. I think when it comes to that, I don't think when it comes to women, they don't really stick to the realistic approach. And I do think even when they look at magazines, models, um, all the 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 fixtures that they put, the when it comes to uh what what is that called? The filters and all that. Mm. Um I honestly do think in their head they may know what their actual number is, but just because of, I guess, self-esteem or whatever, uh, I guess the, the emotional aspect of actually saying it, they're not going to do it. But when somebody else actually addresses it, it's just like World War One. Like, well, I can't believe you said that. Why would you do that? Mm, that's very interesting. But, so it's, it's almost it's, like you're, you're saying that when they say tell them the truth, they don't necessarily want the truth. No, they don't. Exactly. Thank you, you Banks. I, the truth. Right, because I think I had an example years ago when somebody told me that, at least to me, they were like, can you just like be soft with your approach? Hence, lie. <laughs> that's all that was like you don't have to be so direct and you just be soft in regards to how you say certain things and i was like oh you want me to lie yo it's like what happens is if if you do it that way you could still deliver your message but 
one, it's exhausting, right? It's not sustainable, but two, like I may not be able to explain what I was, I won't say it the same way. You know what I mean? If you ask somebody, does your breath stink? And they say it's not the freshest. Well, does it stink or not? You still have <laughs> figured that out. You follow what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I prefer the direct approach, but that's not a very, people don't want to receive it that way. It's, I guess it's like, it's American culture, I guess. It's like, you know, you're supposed to be away. And I, I think, I don't even think that's like an American culture. I think it's just women in general. And the reason why I say that, I learned this when I was younger from my mom and my aunt. They don't like each other. And I realized how women could set each other up for failure. I remember my mom was buying glasses and my aunt was helping her. And these, she picked a pair of frames of her and she put them on. My mom's like, oh, how do they look? And she's like, oh, they look great. You look amazing. Where's, where's the, uh, where's the uh, photographer? You could run the, like, like literally setting up for failure. But my aunt was jealous of like the accolades my mom has like accomplished in comparison to her. And I'm looking at her like, what the hell is she's talking about? These frames look crazy. So my mom pulls me to the side and asks like, what you think about these? I'm like, put those back. Nah. There's nothing in there's nothing here even in the store that would match your style. It, it just doesn't make sense. But that's when I knew that small indication because she looked at her and like you could you could feel like she was like telling her the truth like oh yeah this is great like selling her dreams and this is a woman to woman. But she was BSing her like these I'm like nah. <laughs> but women have I feel like it's like a a give or take. Sometimes it could be more of uh, you know, of a softer approach, like they may not want to be as direct, or sometimes it could be malicious where they might not like you and, you know, they set you up for failure. So be it. Absolutely. And I'm going to whiz through these comments here and then move on to the next subject. So Clodis says the three doesn't know she is a three because she is getting attention from a nine. There is no barometer. That's fair. But I still say the accountability is on the three. Women think smashing is equal to value that equates to relationship quality, especially especially if it's happening often with more than one nine. And again, that's fair. But again, I would say the sample size to your point, Miguel, I mean, at a certain point, you're no, you know, you're a three. You're, you have a conscious awareness that you're a three <laughs> and you've had that for the majority of your life. Right. And then what really happened was one nine was was gave given access in a very easy way obviously right and then he told another nine like hey you might want to if if you have a lonely night type of thing why don't we give banks the scenario what's the scenario go ahead big mike all right so you got a chick she's a three right solid three that's never gonna happen but all right not you not you banks (laughs) (laughs) someone is a chick a woman is a three or whatever like that a nine starts coming around or whatever, mm-hmm. and he starts smashing and whatnot. Her, and I don't know anything beyond that, but he's smashing and whatnot. Now the six who've been interested in her, he try to get at her, and she tell him, but because she's been dating this nine, now she tell him you got to work a little harder now or whatever like that. And he starts to, say, he said, go above and beyond and do certain things. Now her head is even bigger. Or whatever. Whose fault is it? The nine or the sixes that her head blew up like it was? Or the three. Or, or the chick herself. Yeah, the accountability banks. 
like you're asking it who's fault and and the guys are the is it the guys that are the three or she's the three? She's the three. She's the three, and she has the three different guys that basically. It's two different her. guys. Yeah. Two different guys. Yeah. One guy, let's say one guy, the six is a beta uh-huh. beta male, let's say, right? And uh-huh. then the nine is an alpha male for this, for example, right? Or a high value male, you know, whatever you want to call it. And she's attractive. She's a three. No, she's a three. <laughs> she's a three. So how, why is the high value with her then? <laughs> That's the point. Exactly. Well, this is a scenario that we ended up in. If it happened. What I'm, my point is that that's not expected, but that don't mean it didn't happen. Like anything, like you smashed it. But like I would never do that. I don't know why I did it, but I did it, and it is so, what it is. So in this so, scenario, mm-hmm. that's what happened. So in that scenario, I think she is delusional because all she needs to do, <laughs> I mean, to, to solve to solve it, all she needs to do is just go to that high value guy. And start talking about a relationship, like, oh, do you see anything future? And then she'll get her realistic answer. Thank you. Because you know, and I, the, when it when it comes to that, I feel like women tend to equate like the ability of men being in their inbox and like, uh, you know, hollering at them, trying to get, you know, get their attention. When it's more of like a, a physical approach, but not really like a connection. And when it comes to the actual connection piece of like, oh, I want something more. There's your answer. And once you start getting that, no, nah, I don't want to do that. No, nah, I'm good. Or you don't get that text back. I think that it, that's what the, that's when reality strikes. I, that's all you have to tell a woman. You don't even have to tell her anything about her looks. Just say, go back to the list of whatever and just bring that up to the rotation you might have or whatever. I mean, and that I agree answer. with. That, 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 that'll definitely crush her dream to put her right back into where she you know, actually is or whatever. I agree. Well, that Keisha Cole I'm coming out. That Adele, <laughs> Correct. That Adele, Keisha Cole, Mary J. Blige is play, going ahead. Yeah, he keeps smashing with no conversation, Banks. All I'm saying is I feel like that's what's blowing her head up or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but she's just, she got to realize it's it's just that transaction. Most likely he's not taking her out. You know? That's what I just say that. Yeah, looks <laughs> like he's not taking her out. He's not really doing anything. It's just more. It's like a transactional thing. Absolutely, and, and she's just using that as like a you know. It's like oh, he's he's really into me. But what have you guys done? <laughs> Absolutely, and to close point at Mike, that's women's logic, and that's it. In his essence, right? If he's a nine and he's smashing a three, and she now thinks she's able to pull a nine, so her experience is skewed. Which is this is this see to me this is the culmination of the the ranking scale. So you, the universal scale and the subjective scale. So universally, you know better, but subjectively, you're going to lie to yourself. That's personal responsibility. It, the, the thing is that it's a lot of people lying, but it's your responsibility to find the truth. And the it truth will empower you a thousand percent, but you got to look the truth in the face and be like, all you gotta right. You got to be aware that that awareness is solely your responsibility. Somebody tells you like, oh, you go there and be like, you're short or you're tall or you're fat. Or you're ugly. Absolutely. Like, you showed up as you were. Right. Be that. It don't matter. But nobody wants to do that. What we want to do is look at the person who said it. It's the same thing. It's like, yo, we're not looking at the person who, who caused the problem. We're looking at the person who reacted. That is lacking accountability. 
<laughs> we'll move forward. <laughs> Absolutely. Agree, yeah. disagree. Yes. And then if nines don't give any validation to these women, they wouldn't have inflated ego like men who are three know where they stand. However, again, we even said this this naturally in the conversation. So a three is also a three because of her body physique respectfully. So it's her face and her body that has her as a universal three. However, as we talked about KG and Big Mike before Banks got here, if that three has a body of a nine, Banks, where does she rank? Uh, like if her face wasn't good, but her body was great. Yes. Uh, she'll probably get some more points simply because of that. Yes. Uh, but I, I feel like another thing that some women don't realize. So for instance, if we use that scale, like she may not be as attractive in the face, but she has like, she's in great shape. And let's say she has some sort of a Lord to her when it comes to style, personality, how she carries herself. And in a sense, uses the Cleopatra approach, then she can get nines easily because she's interesting and you know she's in shape as well. And I think that's the twist in regards to how women can play it, even if they might not be as attractive, but they have these other things that adds on to their particular value. But in most cases, when women are threes that's not the case at all usually it's not. Threes all around <laughs> absolutely and thank you banks for that uh go ahead kg yeah but at the same time like we don't see it that way either like she's ugly but her body crazy you don't even see a three you see right. a six yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying because you don't really think, you know what though i've been talking for years i think that's a problem though you know and whether this workout or or, or or surgery or whatever, I think, yeah, you're right. But the problem is that they look in the mirror, like face-to-face, -face, and they see a six or an eight or whatever it is, stuff like that. I think that, um, like, it is a shame, you know, because like Banks said, the filters, right, and the um, crazy amount of makeup and stuff like that. And they, and, and they're and, – and these are the pictures that they're, that, they're, that they're posting. So when they see that picture themselves, even though they're really not that attractive or whatever like that, just because they got a nice body, they done lost all 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 logic of what they actually look like. And that's been happening for years, I feel like, what not. So I don't know if it's our fault. Not our fault. I mean, like I'm saying because at one point the, the face meant more. Let's say like uh 90s movie stars, you know, whatever, then the body, stuff like that. But now it seems like socially the face means less and less and less to a lot of a lot of guys or whatnot. Yeah, don't get it twisted, Big Mike. Like Aaliyah is still bad. Trust me, yeah, I know. <laughs> she, ain't, she ain't Meg. Like if you take Aaliyah's face and put her on Meg's body, like it's a different situation. You know what I mean? Like so, times change, right? I guess. Sounds like we're up. Times <laughs> times change. Definitely, I agree, but it also affected the confidence level for let's say the level, but let's say the not so attractive women facially or whatever like that or whatnot. Because it's almost like it's not important or even as important at all. Because when you say a chick is bad, how much let's say bad, right? Baddie or baddie. How much of that do you actually how much of that scale is put to her face? How much is put to the body when you say if she's a baddie or bad? Yes. I feel like if she's bad. I, yeah. I feel that that really equates to her face. Um, okay, that's, that's you. 
See, you're right. That's you. <laughs> KG. All right, I don't I don't use that word very much, right? But if I use the word, it's like love, like I mean it. You know what I'm saying? So if she's bad, she got both. That's fair. And I would say it definitely has to do with the purpose of why you're in that situation. Because if it's just for short term and short term as in like an hour and that's it, then I may or may not see you again. Probably not. Then <laughs> your scale is going to be a different scale. But right. it, but as we know, as gentlemen, right, with value, you're not going to give someone who only only really can inspire short term attention from you versus someone who can inspire long term attention they don't equate regardless of what you know what they look like but it does matter what they look like but certain certain energy requires certain things so let's just say she is an eight uh, uh face and body both an eight right mm -hmm. however she got the eight body from being let's say from plastic surgery so for me the mentality is different so for me that's automatically short term regardless i got a quick question just a, just a quick um so on a one and done right you only get one either body with 10 or faces at 10 uh body 10 because it's a one and done don't matter one and done 10 body kidding me if it's literally a one and done, I'm gonna go with the body ten. Obviously, I might even see her face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you may pretend it's somebody else. So let's be honest. Go ahead, Banks. Uh, I think the body. I think the body because if it's one, I I I speak for this. If it's one. I think the body might matter because I might not really pay attention, but I'm, I'm gonna feel weird. Me, I feel weird. Like if she doesn't like look at, if she doesn't look as attractive as I want her to be, mentally I feel weird about it. But if it's like that, then I'm like, all right, whatever, I can deal with it. Uh, but the, I don't know. It's just something. It's something different when she has the whole package, though. Absolutely, and <laughs> and I hope that's a bad. That's when they bad. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like. I don't feel like you can be bad if you're lacking in one area. Like it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? That's like saying, yes. "Oh, they you you a high value dude, but it, are you high value if you're in debt? Like you make a lot of money, but you spend more than you make. It's not high value. So if she True. bad, she bad. She I agree bad. with Katie. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But <laughs> we all know, like especially let's say social media, a lot of chicks out here that. Their pages getting shared. People are saying it's bad, and but just look at their faces sometimes or whatever like that, and you will have a different thought process. But a lot of people, a lot of men these days, don't really say the actual look. Like what well, I say, heard somebody say, "Damn, she got she got a great smile." You don't hear that shit no more. I'm never really focused on her body and something like that. I think this is where the comedian says, when you see a girl in that one to ten category, uh, that's when you rub one out in the bathroom and go back. And would you make that decision? Probably not. Yeah, posting that clarity is, I mean, like, it's a gift, you know? I mean, imagine if you started with that level of awareness. It's probably the better way to be. I agree with that. Exactly. And Lil Murray asked. If you, if you did that every day, not <laughs> never smash a three. Exactly. 
but neither would a six. Exactly. Or five or four <laughs> and maybe not even a three because sometimes as gentlemen, right? Because how a value is assessed in the modern world, a three as a guy who could be in debt, right? Could potentially be a nine with hard work. So you're, you're implying that a woman can't go from a three to a nine. Well, again, for me, it's unless it's, let's say al natural via your route in the gym and working hard and having consistent habits that lead you to certain results as opposed to the shortcut, which would be plastic surgery, things like that. Yeah, but you're always going to have a three face though. I mean, with plastic surgery, you can change that. Wow. For sure. Or, or I think it's, are you saying Josh that the um the things that move up a guy's scale are the same things that move up a girl's scale? That as well. That's true. Okay. That's true. All right, Josh. And close says y'all may also be assuming the three only smash one nine. If she has multiple nines, she definitely doesn't know she's a nine a uh, three. However, if she's only had uh, multiple nines, could be two. It's true. Or three. It's probably under ten, right? So. It, it, as long as the ratio of higher value men versus uh, equal or lower value. And to me, I feel like it also depends on the type of attention you get. So, again, that has to do with your awareness or you're going to have delusional realities. So what happens if we flip it? A dude okay. that's a three smash a few chicks that's a nine. Does he think he's a nine? No. He thinks that he can bag him, though. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm saying? True. <laughs> you know what I mean? He don't be like, nah, I'm dissing the third. He be like, nah, I got the gift of gab. Exactly. I got something like. And that's it. And then as he gets older and more experienced, he'll know exactly who his target demographic would be to use that gift of gab to bag. Accountability. It's not, he's not going to be like, oh, well, they made me think that I'm a nine. For a guy, I think it'll be more uh, like Josh is kind of saying, more like No, no, I agree. I agree. I think more, I think, I think it'll be like, 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 okay, if that gift the gab has got him that nine, it's almost like, um, like Jay Z said, I sold kilos of coke. I'm guessing I can sell CDs, right? So if I could get the nine, I get the gab, everything underneath, it's like, this is like child's play, whatever, like that. So I definitely get what Josh is saying on that. So it's the same, like it. So how would he not be then? Uh, like he's not being like faulted. He doesn't look at it like he's wrong. You don't look at the nines when they're females, and you tell them that, oh, they gassed him up. He's not gassed, right? I mean, it's it's different because he's a pursuing them in a way, I guess, or whatever like that. So he's. That. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, we're assuming that. Um, I I think. I think we just use it differently, right? I think the guy will use it, like I said, as like, yo, I know if I get this, I can now get, like, what, <laughs> I know if I got this nine, this six, I got no chance or whatever like that, right? And whatnot. I think a woman looks at it more like the guy nine is giving me attention. Now I think I should be able to get uh, eight or better, stuff like that. And, and that's fair. And I guess it also goes back to what we all kind of agreed on is that women don't know how to assess the scale. Right, because he could be three in appearance to her subjectively, regardless of the universal scale. However, the way that let's say nines and tens that she idolizes to be like are giving him attention, that gives that doesn't that that knocks off the game as well. It it, it throws it into chaos because she's like, okay, 
he's getting attention from them and I'm not getting attention from him, but even we're equal on the scale. We're both physically threes. So it, it shows that men's value isn't the physical as Chloe was alluding to is it to me, that's more pertinent to the ladies, which I think their sex is more aligned with beauty in terms of creation and life. But that's just me. Man, I mean, I, I hear you. I <laughs> disagree, whatever like that. But I, I, I think overall, man, if the dude is giving any attention, it's definitely, I mean, I mean again, it's her fault for taking it the wrong way. So we agree there. But I think it's definitely making her change her thoughts of herself or whatever. In a very illogical manner. Thank you, Miko. I agree with that. I Women with don't that. get rejected as much, so they may not know. Again, just got to do the math, ladies. And so our next topic... <laughs> is dealing with nagging women. So as I like to do, I think it's important to show a bit of clips to give some clarity of what gentlemen say when they mean nagging. You're saying, well, yeah, you're saying we are 50% wrong. That's right. They are 50% wrong, too, That's in that right. case. So we need a mutual understanding. We don't need to become slaves to them. Well, you're we taking can't us get any understanding until we accept our share of the responsibility. The black man has always been picked up by everyone and talked about why he's wrong, what he's doing that's not correct, and how he has left us and mismanaged his family. But we've never examined why he has left us. He's left us because we are too hard to get along with. Why the fuck is you recording, pussy? Because you're going to be salty as shit after you're done talking, so I want to record this so you can keep watching this How shit. How the fuck I'm going to be salty? You fucking sneaky as shit. Texting my sister talking about I'm about to pull up. Pussy. It was the whole reason behind that. Just let me know when you're done talking so you can no, be salty. No, I'm not. Fuck, ask me if I'm done again, and I'm going to stab you. you really going to be done. you be going, pussy. So you want to stab me? Stab you shit you. Is you done talking, though? All right, I'm done. Is you done? I'm done. Okay, Miss Hype Ass. When I was texting your sister telling I'm going to pull up, that's because we were surprising you with a brand new fucking car because your wheels fell off last week when you was on your way to work. Why you ain't just say that then? Oh, I ain't just say that. I'm sorry. No, ain't I, no just sorry. Because it looked as no, sneaky. It's I, not no sneaky. Fuck is you talking about? Now you sorry as shit now. Okay. Say say you sorry to my fucking sneaks that you just cut up. I, say you sorry to my fucking, my Gucci shirt you bleached and you know I only had one Gucci shirt. I'll buy you another one. No, that's not going to be the... No, not give me a kiss. Go get my fucking 2K a kiss outside. That's half a disc now. Oh, my God. I'll order another one. No, I'm cool, yo. Watch out. I'm, I'm cool. You. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another morning. We promise all you're feeling blessed this morning. For those that are new to this, this is where we share a short, two-minute video sharing from the Book of Wisdom, otherwise known as the Book of Proverbs, written by the wisest king that ever lived, King Solomon, who asked God for one thing. He never asked for more money, fame, or power when God said to him, ask me anything, I'm going to give it to you. Now, what he did ask for was more of God's wisdom and more of God's knowledge, because he understood that's what it takes to really be successful in this life. So obviously that's why we have the book of Proverbs so we can share in that wisdom so we can lead successful lives too. So let's really get into this. For those taking notes, we're reading from chapter 19, verse 13, and it reads this. A quarrelsome wife is like a constant dripping, okay? So Solomon is saying here, if you're a wife right now, if you're someone who is married, if you're someone who's in a relationship, let me talk to you guys too, okay? If you're someone who's always actively looking for an argument, you're just like a constant drip. Okay, like nobody wants to hear the tap dripping all the time because after a while it becomes frustrating. All right. It's that annoying thing that's always in the background. Okay. It's that thing that's not pleasant to hear. Okay. And that's what a quarrelsome partner or quarrelsome wife that's really talked to wives here, Solomon is. That's what it becomes. Now understand this. All right. 
If you're a school teacher, you wouldn't set off the day saying, do you know what, I'm going to pick faults with everything my pupils do. I'm going to tell them how rubbish they are. I'm going to tell them how noisy they are, how disobedient they are. No, if you're going to be a great teacher, you'd have to encourage them. Okay, that's what gets the best out of them. If you're a boss, you wouldn't go in and go, do you know what, every day I'm going to tell my workforce how rubbish they are. Knowing if you did that, you're not going to get the best out of them. So why is it that we get into marriage, and I've seen it, okay, in marriages out there, where all a wife ever does is argue how bad her husband is. All a wife ever does is talk about all the things he doesn't do right. How about stopping for a moment, okay, just for one moment, and saying all the things that he does do right? What about saying all the things that he's done in the past? How much you appreciate him? How much you're grateful for him? How about doing that? Find it, because let me show you something. There is good in each and every one of us, okay? And what happens is, when you get married, it's not a license, okay? to become um, the, the detective for all the things that you do wrong. I'm going to find pick faults in everything you do wrong. Why is that not your job? Your job was meant to be an encourager, a supporter of your husband. And husbands, obviously, this is the same thing, but obviously Solomon's focusing on women here. So my, my encouragement is this. It, wives, if you're out there and you want your marriages to flourish, don't be quarrelsome. Look to be an encourager. Look to be someone who finds the good in their husband. All right? Uh, and I guarantee you'll find the blessings in your marriage and you'll find the blessings in your husbands too. All right. So God bless you. And as we always say with Jen Hope, God's gift to us is life. What we do with that life is our gift back to God. So go out there and be blessed. But more importantly, go and be a blessing. Wise blessings to your husbands. God bless you. Bye bye. Absolutely. And even though that was a positive message, some of the ladies perhaps maybe trigger, not necessarily the ones in the chat, this, let's say ladies in general who are watching or watching the playback. So for those in the back, I'm going to say a little louder and how important this topic is. Why are you always watching the Oscar trial? Love, it's just almost done. It but you keep that. on watching this thing. I know, it's almost done. This is getting interesting. This thing plays all day. Nagging, an irritating habit or a serious health hazard. According to a study done by the University of Copenhagen, nagging could shorten your life, particularly if you're a man. Nearly 10,000 men and women between the ages of 36 and 52 were tracked over a decade. And during that time, 196 women and 226 men died from cancer, heart and liver problems. The study believes that they could in part have been killed by high-stress relationships and that nagging can be a sign of trouble. When we have stress, it can then become a, a, a problem with our health as well. Nagging can ultimately break down one's immune system and compromise a person physically. The Danish study suggests that men are more affected because they don't talk about their frustrations, choosing rather to bottle them up. It's not to say that men don't nag their wives, but I think we're very much focusing on, on wives being dissatisfied with their husbands. Women are nagging because they don't feel that their men are performing in the way they expect them to. And that's where men sometimes need support. And I think one of the things that came out of the survey was that men don't always have the social networks to help them to be the best men that they could be. And out in the streets of Johannesburg, it seems men agree that being nagged makes for a stressful life. Actually, 
No, it affects negatively. And I don't want someone who's nagging. Why? I don't want someone who's nagging because I'm short-tempered. So I just make sure I put the rules clear. And then if she starts nagging, then I get crossed. You get stressed and could turn to drinking. Is that not so? But whether you are being nagged or doing the nagging, it's a stressful business. I also get physically drained. I cook, I clean, and sometimes he's off. He doesn't even make the bed. You get home, you make the bed, cook, wash the children's clothes. That also gets to you because you're tired from work and there's no one to help you. Constant arguments are a sign that both you and your partner are frustrated and unhappy. Experts say nagging could be a warning bell that you need to get help. It may not only save your relationship, it could also save your life. No more. ENC. Thank you everyone for your patience. So I'll ask a very simple question to start off. Is it is it a healthy environment? to live with a nagging woman as a gentleman? No. Any reason why? It's about peace, bro. You got to recharge. You can't recharge if you constantly dealing with that. That ain't it. <clears throat> yeah, I would say no. It's definitely not healthy. Um, I think they, they hit the nail on the head. It's, just, it's a stressful environment. And the environment... Um, that you don't want to be at, you know what I mean? And when I say want to be at, I mean like you you dread coming home from work or or dread like uh, the weekends or something like that. Because if you know that's happening, if that's your regular life with a woman. Thanks. I feel like it's it's an environment, especially with men, that they specifically choose to not want to be around. Like just to deal with that consistently of somebody just constantly pushing you and tapping your shoulder and like, oh, what is what about this? How come you didn't do that? It's just draining and you don't want to deal with it. And then I feel like even when it comes to your personality, when you find somebody or you're at work or you're outside and you find somebody different that talks to you and never argues with you, and then all of a sudden you find yourself talking to that person more. And, and then it gets into a whole different scenario because you finally found that peace. And at the end of the day, most men will um, go for that peace factor. And when it, even when it comes to that, that scale, that number scale, if they can find peace in that five, but that eight is giving them all hell, there is a chance they might go for that five just because they're giving them peace. And that's all that matters at the end of the day, especially if you're going to be with them for a long time. By the way, for ladies who never had any idea besides appearance, why not not necessarily people here, but the gentlemen in general have, let's say, interest in prostitutes. It's that reason, because they get that peace without any strings attached and they only have to exchange money. So it's kind of like buying, you know, a canned good at a supermarket and going home. <laughs> Cans goods don't 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 usually expire either. They keep <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. But uh, I, I guess what's so interesting for me is that I feel like growing up, 
especially with entertainment and media, you always have that trope of the nagging wife. And that's usually used as a comic relief. It's, it's comical and it's expected. It's normal. Right. But as we see, it's a very potentially dangerous thing. And we can see how things like nagging could potentially lead to domestic violence. And now, of course, none of us are condoning any type of that negativity, especially in terms of physically between either sex, right. For one or the other. However, things like that could create situations where things like domestic violence are prevalent, unfortunately, or anything like that, having a a toxic relationship or just not being fulfilled, having, you know, your, your, your perspective in life being negative, as that one gentleman said. So I feel like it's, it's important because when you have a, when you have two people that come together, if they're not both at their, you know, at their best, let's say mentally, and it can obviously fluctuate at times. But when you have a, a overall, your due north is positive, and you both unite in that, I think that's a wonderful thing, and I think that's the most important. I agree. And then for, let's say, the gentleman, what can men do to either stop a nagging woman or disrespectful woman, as the comment said, or prevent yourself from even being with one? Uh, Red flags, man, they're there. You know what I mean? Pay attention to them. Don't put put, uh, pleasure over principle. I mean, I said it in the beginning for sure, definitely red flags. I said he's already in the relationship, and that, and that starts to, if he sees her, uh, her tendencies, what gets her to that point of nagging, he could try to, you know, try to, you know, avoid that if he can, you know, if it's something that like, she asked him to take out the trash, and he always waits till the last minute till the trash man already outside, just take it out the day before, you know, what I mean, some ways you can kind of avoid stuff like that. Thanks. Think if the person's worth it, you can find ways to compromise to help uh, lessen that those particular trigger points. Um, but I feel like another thing is if there's like a consistency, then uh, therapy. I think that um some people are just like that, men or women. But talking about women in this instance, they're just combative. You know what I mean? They haven't found their peace or maybe they found out what their actual ranking is. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes just some people, like, I know to you guys' point, you guys say, you know, you can you can combat it or if it's worth it, deal with it. But, I mean, sometimes you just, people just, that's how they are. And I've run into that where it's like, yo, you just, there's really no, maybe it is a pleasing you, but I'm not looking for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, people in some instances I, I can't imagine like watching that video like what will be worth that oh that well that was beyond nagging that was she was delusional and tripping and she was also like um you know a criminal she was breaking all her stuff up she was a whole lot of things whatever like that so yeah that that is a dismissal whatever i mean therapy yeah nah I not group that therapy. Way. That's individual therapy. Yeah. Not therapy. Yeah, she needs therapy. Oh yeah, she needs it, but she needs it without me. 
our relationship. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I just imagine, like, how could this ever be a healthy living condition? Like, imagine living with someone that is talking so much and so irrationally, as unfortunately some ladies who are emotional tend to communicate to the point where you can't even hear yourself think. Yeah, that's yeah. Also, what I said, what I said about knowing their tendencies, that goes both ways too, though. So for the woman as well, like if you ask your man to fix something up in the house, and you know how he moves, you know he might he the, he the guy that might want to analyze and think about it, talk to his other friends about it, and then he'll do it a few days later. Don't come the next day like you ain't fixed this new uh, rack yet, but that's not how he normally does things. So again, figure out their tendencies so you can kind of avoid those situations. Absolutely. And as that gentleman said in the clip, you know, if you have a, if you have, let's say if you have a nine to five and your, your boss is a micromanager, so you're essentially getting nagged at work and then I got to come home and get nagged as well as it's like, yo, come on. Like out of all people in the world, you're supposed to understand that. It's, it's like you're not. But to KG's point though, like the red flags, they normally show up though. Like, you don't like if you, all way in a whole relationship, marriage, with kid, and they start nagging. That's really unlikely. They've probably been nagging and whatnot. Mm. So, you know, you got to, if that's not something that you can do, you got to get out before you get that deep. Absolutely. And again, for the ladies in the back who may not understand how important not nagging is to men, this is a helpful clip to illustrate the point. I've given you the best years of my life. You've got no drive, no ambition. That's your trouble. Right, this is a hold up. Get back. Look out. Anybody moves, she gets it. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just, Just an FYI. So as we transition to the free game for young men, right? young and developing, probably freshmen in college, thinking, you know, they have a a chance with all the the baddies on campus. So the first question is, if I am working towards building my wealth, like getting, you know, great grades and thinking about things like entrepreneurship, should I get a prenup with my significant other if we are thinking about marriage? You said... Freshman in college? Absolutely. Or let's say between uh, 18 and 29. Don't get me And they're like engaged already or they're just like boyfriend and girlfriend? Let's just say engaged. Let's say boyfriend and girlfriend between 18 and 24. Let's say engaged between 25 and 29. And you're saying that uh, they ha- they're in pursuit of but haven't reached their goal? Yes. I, my advice would be don't. If you feel you need a prenup, that's don't marry her. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with prenups, but at that point in your life, if you're weighing those two things, don't weigh them. Stick to your goals. I would say get one. I would say that, you know, if you know where you're about to go, even though you haven't gotten there yet, and then because you've been focused on these goals for however you know, however amount of time and whatnot. And, uh, and you know the money that you're about to be making and stuff like that. And you know that she knows, right? So I feel like that you should just get one because, again, if you are in that level or bracket or at least about to be, there's nothing wrong with a little protection. I don't, I don't feel like nothing wrong with it. 
my thing is to add on to KG's point. My thing is, if you feel like you need to do it with that person, I feel like this is the automatic indicator of you not really being sure that this is the right person for you. Because I feel like you're just giving yourself an opportunity or a loophole for whenever something goes wrong. Or if you feel like something goes wrong on your particular end, um, that person is going to leave you. And if you have that in your head, that's basically, I feel like your gut basically saying, this ain't the one. And don't get me wrong, like, if you want to do that, that's on you. But I feel like if you have to do that, I feel like there's usually a reason why. Because if you have somebody that's completely solid and you have conversations where you decide to go and, you know, take that next step, the point is is to be with that person through better or worse and for, for good. For the rest of your life. So regardless um, of the prenup or whatever, I mean, the the money that you make is for the better half of your, your family, which is your spouse and then your children and whatever. So that whole prenup thing, I think those are just indicators or triggers to show that you really shouldn't really be with that person. That's interesting. And Key also agrees if you're going to be married or thinking about a prenup or divorce, you shouldn't be getting married. And and again, that's interesting because usually that's the perception of the prenup is that you automatically equate it with the divorce, which is fair. That's where prenups come into play. That's when they become activated. However, there's different types of prenups and the prenup ultimately guarantees, guarantees the well-being of that significant other more so than the marriage count of uh, the marriage contract. Mm-hmm. Don't do it, Christian. So, so would you get one or no, Josh? Oh, yeah, I would definitely get one because it also protects your significant other's assets as well. Like they're not they may not be, you know, laying on the couch, lounging around doing nothing. They might be also building their own business so that protects their assets just in case someone else is lazy. Right. And then takes the other person for granted because that does happen as well. Yeah, I don't. I guess. I guess what you. I guess there is this. Uh, I guess negative connotation. I guess what Banks and KG are saying, but uh, with the prenup itself or whatever like that. But I don't think it has to be negative. If that means you're not gonna be with it forever, I'm not gonna get divorced. But I don't think it's nothing wrong. Like I said, with just like Josh said, to protect you, to protect her. Everybody's protected. We may live forever. We never need it. But it's nothing wrong with it being on fire. Uh, anyway, I feel like. Yeah, I, I mean, I could appreciate the perspective. I just look at it like, you know, the, what's what's really the point, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, just in case we go our separate ways, I want to protect my assets. I'm like, well, you don't really need to get married, but like, there's, there's nothing that makes that mandatory. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Well, you have the whole thing about marriage itself, so I get, your, I get where you're coming from. Well, well, I mean, in this argument, regardless of my perspective on it, it's like, well, if you feel like I need to get it, make sure that we protect our assets from each other. Like, you don't have to get married. You still have to, your relationship is going to be exactly the same. If you feel like you need to protect your assets and your stuff in case things go wrong, you can just not do that and have the same exact relationship. Nothing changes. Okay. Okay. That makes sense to just be with them still. Well, still. Right. You don't need to be married to buy a house or to have kids or to do any of that stuff. If right. you need to protect your assets, you're, it's protected. You're an individual. 
So is that how you feel, Banks, as well? Like, would you still be with them for many years then and not marry them or not? I think if it if it comes to that point, there's really no we would have to go our separate ways. There's no reason to get married. If I feel like I have to do that with that person, like I need to initiate like a prenup or whatever, I feel like this is subconsciously telling me that I should not be with that person. So you, so you guys think a little differently about it. Okay. Mm, that's completely fair. And I understand the logic. So I appreciate that, fellas, really do. And then the next question is if my girlfriend, side piece, or wife are pregnant, do I always get a paternity test or is it disrespectful? And before you guys answer, of course I have a clip. I think that testing needs to be mandatory. It's like, <laughs> wow. Yo, yo, mandatory. It should be mandatory. Because it's like this. Flinging your dick around that you won't be scared about. Right. Well, it's like it's, 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 it's not about us. It's not about us. You may have a partner right before me. Exactly. I think that the United States making DNA testing mandatory is stupid. I don't think that you know, it's something that if you feel like you need a DNA test, go do that on your own time because you feel that way. I don't think every person, there's millions of people in the United States. Like, it doesn't make sense that people could be using that time to do other things. Like, you could be saving a life. You could be in a hospital saving a life. Huh, how much proof do you need? So this is what I'm going to say. <laughs> I think that y'all want this to be mandated because of a conversation you are not strong enough to have with your girl. One. Two. You requesting DNA, I, first of all, this is a very gendered question, right? There's no way for a woman, well, let me not speak for every woman. Mm -hmm. For me specifically, there's no way if my man came up to me, I wouldn't feel some type of offense. But fine, if you have, you have the right to know whether it's your child or not, because I know this is my child, right? But to say that it's mandated is where I have a problem. Who would like to go first? I mean, is the question their question? Should it be mandated? Or what or, what, or the question you asked? Oh, we could do both. But the first question is, is it disrespectful? I think it I depends think on the would. person. Um, I think it really depends on the person and their character. I feel like, I mean, with some people, I feel like it's just, uh, I feel like with some people, you could just automatically tell with their actions and how they carry themselves in regards to their behaviors, um, how they how the, how they present themselves in public. Uh, their social media. I think everything that they do as a collective, um, I think it could be disrespectful in regards to somebody. I feel like it's that I feel like that stands tall. That stands tall in everything that they do. And then you question them. Um, I think it could be that. But then I feel like in another scenario, for some people who can be a little bit finicky in regards to how they do things, how they present themselves in public, how they present themselves uh, if they shift their behaviors around their friends, strangers, people, uh, they're, they're secretive in, in certain instances, then I don't think it's uh, necessarily disrespectful in that regard. But if you get, if you're in a scenario like that, I mean, 
you really shouldn't be <laughs> getting into situations like that. Uh, but I, I really do think it depends on the person. But you can also, t- I feel like you can honestly tell if that's the case, depending on uh, the attributes of that person. Uh, wait, uh, all right, cool. So um, I don't think it's disrespectful. Um, I think that uh, she made a point, um, the, the woman made a point that you should be able to have your conversation with your lady, right? Um, but I really didn't even look at it whether it's disrespectful or not. I looked at it like, all right, so if it's mandatory or it's not mandatory, Right. I mean, they already have your DNA like it doesn't cost you anything if it's mandatory. Right. I don't care. You know what I mean? I I would assume if it were mandatory, like why would a woman care? That's how I see it. Like, I don't I'm not like, oh, I don't I want a DNA test. Like if it's mandatory, don't bother me. I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't think that. I think if you need to question it, then you should question it. It's like a it's like a, a prenup. If you need that, you probably shouldn't have got that far. You know what I'm saying? That's my take. Yeah, I think I don't think it's disrespectful, but I think women will feel disrespected if, you know, just by uh asking let's Josh first question by asking for the DNA test, right? I think it's especially if it's like you know, if she done proclaimed you as the father, you done signed the paperwork, yada, 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 and then you asked for the DNA test at that point, I think she will feel disrespected. But to Banks's point, it depends on the person, how they move, what made you ask for that test or whatever like that. So it's not disrespectful, but they will feel disrespected. As far as the mandatory thing, um, kind of like you said, uh, AG, they already got your DNA. Right. So they say whoever signed this document as the father, we're going to run a DNA test to make sure. I don't think nobody should have a problem with that, the man or woman or whatnot. Like it's just standard procedure at that point or whatever like that. So unless she was creeping, like the like and the way the way them four were arguing about it, I was like, well, why did the problem if you had the baby with the guy and the government mandates it, why would it be an issue? And the one girl say, the one girl like, we could be saving lives. I'm like, what? talking about <laughs> so that was like that like she, a guilty that's the one that's the one you actually you actually take the test she needs she's right exactly right, right. Yeah. exactly she's like we can be doing anything we can do anything anytime like that's dumb whatever like that so um yeah so mandatory i'll be okay with other way if you need to ask you gotta ask it's not disrespectful but to ask, you gotta ask. i don't care when or how you ask every woman's gonna feel disrespected it just it is what it is that's interesting because I guess from my perspective, I feel like if it doesn't apply, how could they get offended? From again, from my perspective, so I kind of equate it to things like if your significant other, especially if you're on these terms, like oh, let me see your phone, and if you're not doing anything, there's nothing to find. So I, that's how I look at the DNA test in this perspective. Let's say, well, if if you had to do uh, a drug test, right? But you don't take drugs. You don't care about a drug test one way or the other. You're not like, exactly. that's my private urine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't care. But if you are on drugs, you don't want to take a drug test. Correct. Yeah. The ones who don't, the jobs they go, they right away. The ones who do, they, they get in panic mode, right? So it's a little different. 
exactly this is this is why i feel like you know stranger things may happen because this this is a uh this is a okie doke this is a this is an old school game from way back way back been pimping since been pimping since been pimping right and one of the gentlemen alluded to it so i don't know who you were dating before me i don't know what type of relationship y'all had and what y'all was doing however you know there are some ladies not saying all right but there are some ladies who consciously do that and if you're not one of those ladies why is it a big deal, right? Usually one of those ladies, as you guys talked about, which sounded like that lady who was talking about it, you might need to, you know, run a, a DNA test type of thing, especially in America will it, where the, the stats allow it to be entertainment for things like, you know, Maury or Jerry Springer. This is how often these things can happen. Great. And Claude, this says mandatory, mandatory DNA tests will have a lot more men on child support period i don't think mandating it would be for long government getting involved in per people's personal business would backfire true it depends on who it is if it's someone that you creeping with on the sneak tip then it's not disrespectful okay that's fair little mermaid says listen you need to wrap it up if you ever feel that you could question that person and that's fair but let's not forget and it says it on the label that condoms are not 99 they're not 100% effective, nor is birth control for the lady. So it could still happen. As they say in Jurassic Park, life finds a way. If it's your, And Key says, if it's your significant <laughs> other, it's disrespectful. Okay, that's fair. And Little Mermaid says, you definitely shouldn't be getting into situations like that. Okay. And Chi says, at Chloe, or mandatory DNA testing would get a lot of men out of child support, which is interesting. And I agree with that as well, because in certain states, even if you're not the biological father, if you're in that young child's life for a certain amount of time, guess who's on the line for child support to keep it, sure. keep it real with women out there be lying thousand percent. However, I don't think it should be mandatory. So it's kind of like gold digger by Kanye West, by the original Kanye, you know, OG Kanye. 18 years and found out it wasn't his what <laughs> yeah all right and that's and you're monetarily liable for that which is why i think conversations like prenups are mandatory if you have to ask for the dna test you shouldn't be knocking her off raw thousand percent and yet that would appear to be disrespectful to people who are being straight up allegedly that part key says pregnancy she pregnancy shouldn't be your biggest concern Close says it implies she is promiscuous and stepping out. If she isn't the type of person, of course, she is going to feel disrespected, basically accusing her of cheating and lying at the highest level. And that's that's a fair perspective. However, conversely, one could be like, OK, if you're asking for the DNA test, this is proving what you say is true, which is another perspective, logically speaking. Key says it's definitely not that simple. Close says, depends on why they ask you to take a drug test. Like it just all the black people getting tested. It implies something in its context. That's fair. Key says, as a woman, the government has no business minding my business. That's fair. Hell no to mandatory DNA test. And MJ says, government mandated is different than my significant other asking for a DNA test. That's fair. That's him questioning my morality and loyalty to him and the relationship. A heavy conversation would be had this says also if it's your wife you're going to find out eventually anyway that she's scheming if a woman keeps a baby she knows 
it isn't yours. That's the type of woman you chose. However, as we talked about, if a certain lady has a certain feature that you met with her now, but before, due to plastic surgery, it looked differently, like a nose, and you have a child, as we talked about, that comes out that doesn't look like you, you might want to know whose child this is if it doesn't look like you, based upon your reality at that time. To me, I feel feel like it's the most legal way to vindicate someone and confirm what they're saying. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, because even, I'm sorry, KJ, real quick, even to close point, right? That's toxic, right? She's saying, as if your wife, you want to find out eventually. What do you find out eventually is not yours? Now you've put all this time into the kid, and the kid thinks you're his dad, and it's like a whole different that not this whole different thing happened over like so you know like i said i, I again I, I i i do see how they would be disrespected if you if you ask them but i don't see i just don't see where the mandatory gets much pushback like literally you got your dna already you, had, you just had a baby right it's a really quick test i don't understand why they would why that, that would right imagine if the father who was there at the time of giving birth right had to pass a DNA test in order to sign a birth certificate. That would make things look drastically different. And I would say more accountability for the liable people. And Clodis says vindication assumes guilt and perhaps maybe from the perspective of someone who views it as disrespect. Maybe not from the gentleman. So that's food for thought. What do you think, Banks? You awfully uh, quiet over there. You pondering something. I feel like you're about to say something real wise. What you got? I mean, I feel like, I, just back to what I originally said, I just really feel like it just depends on the person and the situation you're in. Um, I mean, would I, I don't know, I, I really just I really just think it just really depends on the person and the person that you're dealing with and, you know, the actions, the things that they do, how they act around different people. If you see any shifts or change changes, then I feel like um, your assumption is warranted, but it really does depend on the person you're dealing with. So um, what I do, uh, I use like, it's called TBV, it's trust but verify. Like it's not that I don't believe, but what's wrong with double checking, right? So like to your point, Josh, about the phone thing, it's like, yo, if you're not, you don't have anything to hide. You'd be like, I don't know, where is my phone? You don't really keep, unless you're one of those people that's in your phone all the time. But if you got, like, there's really nothing to, you know my password type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, let me look in your phone is really not a problem. But like, oh, so what's the difference between that and this one? I don't know, it's not that I don't believe. It's a pretty big thing. I just want to make sure. Absolutely. And for ladies, I'm sure if a man says, oh, no, I don't want you to go through my phone, that's a red flag for y'all. So if if he asks the question and there's that type of pushback, I think that might be a red flag for him, potentially. Just want to make sure. Hear a lot of horror stories. What's the big deal? And you literally don't have to do anything extra because you already have your DNA, as Miguel said. Yeah, but the mandatory especially. I agree with Banks more about that person as well. When the people in the comments are saying, like, if you got to ask that you shouldn't have had sex with that person, I mean, high sex 2020, right? So maybe when you slept with her back then, like, 
you didn't feel that way, but now you might have heard some new stories that came out. So I don't agree with that either. Like, you know what I mean? So, but um, Yo, talk about free game. You don't need her to do it if you really feel like it. You could just test the baby. She'll never know. I mean, that too. Yeah, that's fact. <laughs> playing game. Absolutely. And then it may add context to the pushback. And Clodis says pushback isn't the issue. It's the principle of the whole thing. Smokey, come on now. I don't want you looking at my phone because it's my phone. It's the principle. Is it? Does that work? The principle. principle, Well, I mean, I agree with that, actually. But it's the principality of the thing. (laughs) (laughs) But like you asking to look at my phone makes me think that you think that I'm doing something that I should. So I'm not going to show you. Is it the same thing or no? I, I would say yes, but perhaps some people would say no. I would say yes. <laughs> I mean, okay. he kind of lost me a little bit on the, on the me think that you think, but I get what he's saying. Though. That's up? fair. Yeah. yeah, I just think uh, obviously that conversation should probably happen before kids are even on the table type of thing. Because I feel like I it's, a, yeah. the thing about the mandatory is that's why I don't know why why there is any pushback because that would avoid the conversations or whatever. We both know exactly after the baby this was happening. It's just again standard procedure. This whole government is my business. What is your business? The fact that they don't know who your actual dad is like I don't understand. They, they don't know it anyway. Like that's, that's crazy. Again, if you're that concerned about it, then that, again, that might be a red flag. And then Clodis says she's still going to get the test. It comes back as yours. Then what? Then the truth is confirmed. Well, again, the whole point is to get to the truth, right? She's still going to feel disrespected. And, okay, that's fair. But it's just to get to the truth, really. She don't get over it. But I think men only ask, like, if there are other, like, it's not a standard ask. I think men, most men only ask if they heard things in the street, like KG said, or like Banks said, that person or whatever like that. I don't think the men just ask all the time and whatnot. So. Absolutely. And if we're being honest, sometimes ladies will put on a certain facade that may not be accurate. And then as you say those truths do come out and then a question would have to be asked. Yeah. Especially if the body is over a hundred. I mean, what? hundred miles, remember, KG. My guy, Banks, the one who was doing the horse and carriage rides. Remember? I was telling you about <laughs> that, that dude or whatever like that. He found out that his daughter wasn't his. You know what oh, I mean? Like, no. some of stuff like that. I mean, that's not him there. I don't know him. That's why. Her daughter wasn't his. Yes. Right. So if you don't mind me asking Big Mike, how long is he in for? Like how many years in? So uh, uh, just real quick, his son was six. His daughter was, I think, three or two or three. He has uh, sickle cell anemia. So, you know, we have that. You most of the time you pass down that trait. So they wanted to test the kid. So he tested the son. The son had the trait. Then he tested the daughter. Daughter didn't have it. That was a red flag to his mother to say, I don't I don't believe that she's yours or whatever. So then they went and got a DNA test, but the girl didn't know about it, like KG said, right? <laughs> you know, the kid turned out it wasn't his and stuff like that. 
So the, he brought it to her. She tried to lie, but he brought the actual test. She still tried to lie. Yes. And then finally, she said, you know, a few years ago, we was going through something. I had a one-time fling, yada, yada, yada. That was the story. And it's interesting because if that question was asked before, it would obviously be dealt with with from the ladies in terms of disrespect because she you wouldn't want the truth to come out. fling and raw dog it? Apparently. KG, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Now come home. <laughs> exactly. Come on now. And Claudia says the question is to get tested or is there another reason or just a standard? I would say standard protocol. So imagine if part of the birthing ceremony is part of that DNA process and no one, no one would know different. You would still have that beautiful moment with your new child together. However, perhaps at the time of birth, or after that moment, it would get a piece of paper like, oh, sorry, this isn't mine. Bye. <laughs> That's what would happen. It is what it is. Absolutely. I thousand percent. And do we have any other questions in the chat as we, you know, moonwalk away from this topic? She found there's options like abortion. He knew he couldn't trust her. We talking about the dude um, with sickle cell. Don't sound like he knew that. It sound like he was just checking on the kids. Yeah, he got lost on it. I mean, that's standard protocol, as Mike said, for people with sickle cell. So, all right, though, gentlemen and ladies in the chat, we appreciate you being there. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate it. It'll help the channel grow organically, so we can have another wonderful conversation with amazing comments which is always the goal here so thank you big mike thank you fresh banks for popping in of course thank you kg appreciate y'all gentlemen already all right all right fellas y'all take it easy all right Too peace People are already eavesdrop if you're out here having dope ass conversations while you're lit. It's like, why not? Why not put it into a podcast? He makes podcasts. He's here outside of the city. Pick his brain. I'm going to just be here. <laughs> He's so silly, Josh. I forgot to laugh. <laughs>